This is a piece that comes from the Dirty Hit tour. It was a recent tour on by the Dirty Hit company. So in this interview, it will be including Biba Doobie, Oscar Lang and No Rome. And it's just a bit of them talking about sort of what they've done on the tour. Start off with just like how's the tour been for you up to now? Like where where were you last? Where was the last um, place? Last place we were at was Glasgow. Yeah, I went out as well. That's where I can't really remember much. Glasgow, that went mad. Um, tour's been. They say that Glasgow is always like quite like it's quite a hectic yeah. one. Manchester's They're just funny. Hopefully it'll be okay. Hopefully it'll be good tonight. I'm hoping. Yeah, and I mean you've got an upgraded venue as well because you went from Deaf Institute to here, so yeah, things. Yeah. So that's pretty oh, really? cool. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, because yeah, this is this is like I mean this is the part of town where like they're in. Kind of going on to um, your music, um, I noticed like a couple of your songs. I think Moon Song is like you've got a collaboration with Oscar there. That's, yeah, yeah. So as you find that you often collaborate together like on songs, or is it just is that just like a one-off? Oh, it's just thing? like it happens when it happens. I guess like. I think during that time, me and Oscar would hang out a lot, and you know, we did that in the song called Speed Dial on his um, album. So, like, we collaborated a lot with each other, it was really close. Um, and yeah, I guess, like, it happens, like, out of the blue, like, it, like I, it should never be forced. Like, when you're surrounded by people who are doing things creative, like, you can't really escape that. Yeah, and you kind of end up yeah. working like yeah, together as a group. So with like performing, do you find that you often come on, come on stage into the sets, or are you like quite uh, is it quite separate? Are you it's like separate, but like I yeah. mean, like is that what to kind of expect? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like we could like I feel like that's not um like I did that with I did that in America when I was doing when I was supporting Claire. Um, we all went on stage, like all the bands went on stage for the last song, it just like went crazy. Gosh, yeah, I can imagine that would have been quite, quite yeah. crowded and hectic. But yeah, yeah. imagine in the right place though, it's quite fun. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, it's your first time performing in Manchester. Where, like, before, like, obviously before coming to Manchester, because you won't um, necessarily know what the crowd's going to be like tonight, what was your, like, best, what's been your best sort of experience, um, do you think? Um, like, I really liked Brighton, I really liked Cardiff. I mean, every show has been insane, so like, but I really like, I'm from Birmingham was sick as well. Um, Glasgow was sick as well. With the tour itself, do you think it's kind of followed like a theme or it kind of built a theme or do you think it's just kind of an eclectic sort of? Yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know what type of theme it have, it would have, but I guess it's just like, it's just been chill. Like, it's been whatever, like, it's been the same set, but like, I think, Everyone, um, like if there's a day off the next day, everyone kind of goes a bit mad after. So, mm -hmm. so those are the things you kind yeah. of look forward to, I suppose. So with um, festivals um, and stuff coming up next year, is there anything that you can kind of say about that, or is it still all sort of in the works at the moment? Um, there's been some festivals that have been announced and that I can't wait for, but there's been a lot that haven't been announced that like are really that I literally like I am buzzing like I cannot wait for so next year. we'll be seeing a lot of you next year <coughs> oh yeah things. yeah oh that's really just to kind of I suppose wrap up like what was you uh, what are you currently listening to and what's kind of got you inspired like at the moment um I've been listening to a lot of Radio Flyer and Duster and they're very guitar based music and a lot of like Stephen Markhamus's solo work um because obviously like I'm obsessed with him and, and a few days ago I was like listening to his like own music and I was like wow he's so cool that's why I wrote a song about him. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there a specific song that like kind of you go? Is your go to? Um, Church of White.
by Stephen Marcus is really good, and um, Cooking by Duster is very good as well. And Radio Flyer, there's a song. Let me find it. It's called. just heard an interview then with Biba Doobie who I think is really interesting at the moment some of the things that she kind of so outside of that that we discussed too um about I mean obviously she's got a real big thing about Stephen Malcolmus which um I think was kind of quite funny it's sort of really interesting to hear her perspective on music that's really inspiring her now and kind of the theme as we went along with the other um, interviews as well was this sort of collective listening um, that they tended to do whilst on the tour and I think that's so interesting because it shows kind of their progression I think as a um, company I think these there's a lot of collaboration going on and that is definitely quite exciting so the next interview you're going to hear is from No Rome and it takes quite a different turn actually you can find out more information specifically in the Mancunian article that I also wrote about this but here is just a few of No Rome's thoughts from the recent Dirty Hit tour Yeah. So it all comes to that 
your compost then. You do, yeah, I suppose you do start to kind of consolidate what is you, what is your, yeah. but even if, even if you don't want to call it a brand as such, you do kind of end up think sort of moving yeah. towards yeah. something like that. I thought the stage setting was very different to how you kind of appeared in like the music videos and stuff. So do you think when, if, as part of the showcase, have you kind of, you built something a bit different? Or like, is it, you still kind of following that same, does that make sense? Yeah, um, I guess, to me, like, because it happened that kind of time, and plus, kind of perceiving as an art project, it changes. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like, the idea of performing that kind of a big stage as in the first tour, you know, just... It's, it's massive, such a massive stage, and you think, like, here, there's a lot more, there's a lot more chance to kind of have, like, a more intimate sort of space. Yeah. And I was just talking to B before, and she was saying that you performed in Glasgow the other day, so I can imagine, like, is it, is it King Touch you performed at? Yeah, it's quite, like, a small, like, venue, but, like, you can really... Because you're that bit closer to the audience, I suppose you can. Could you interact more, do you think, yeah. with them? No, like, even when I was on the A75 tour, I tried to keep the same amount of energy. But it just doesn't reflect that much, just because, like, you know, with that amount of audience. You got people all the way over Yeah, all the way over there. And, like, and I play the first set, so it's like usually watching the crowds come in as I play. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But now it's like more. You see them up front, like you see the people from the start to the end of the room. Yeah. And you see how they kind of repose to the music, how they interact with the music. Yeah. So, but I think I've still kept it that way since then. Like from the 1975 tour, I've like performed intimately. So all I knew before was performing at bars. So is that how you started then? Were you kind of, I mean, how did you end up sort of getting to know the the, the guys from 1975 and sort of built that? Were you just were you performing in places and kind of building like a, I suppose, a rep through doing that? I think it was like, um, Maddie discovered my music. Well, no, Maddie signed me to their hit, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met his... The reason how we met was mm-hmm. through this graphic design. Well, she does a lot on like thirty hit. So. Oh, is that? Is he, does he design the stage? And is that? Um, That's Tobias. Yeah. yeah. No, because yeah, I just because I follow his Instagram work. because I always think it's amazing to see them actually being like created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new stage settings, yeah. Um, yeah, he was the one who discovered my new show in Tobias. I think that's how we met, and then Maddie ended up, I guess, being a fan of the music and mm-hmm. started writing, you know, music for each other and stuff. Like Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how like, they ended up co-producing my first two EPs under Dirty Hit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how it happened. And we had a song together, so it just... You get like nonsense. Uh, yeah. Show. So and it was such just an like ideal to do a tour together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's having no room open for us because we got a song together. It's mm-hmm. like you wrote two times and shit, like the whole thing. Like, it was that moment as well where you could see, like, the change into their next era, like, happened as Narcissist came out and, like, it's... It was it, that was really interesting to kind of see you start to flourish and see them kind of move in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. So do you collaborate as well with the people on um, in this as part of the showcase? Do you find you collaborate with Oscar and with B quite a lot, or do are you quite separate? Do you think? In I've been in the studio with B. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all kind of like you know making the right sort of. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, it just feels like um, it's nice to. Have like like-minded artists if you know what i mean yeah like we i have yeah, I in the studio with oscar mm-hmm. but 
I'm not I'm keen of it happening. You know what I mean? I think if it happens, it happens. Um, yeah, but yeah, you just kind of suppose gel with sometimes you gel with people over like lyrics or yeah, different yeah, styles yeah. or whatever. So, it's all like yeah. different styles, but like I think we're all like like minded in a way. Like, you know, they also write you know, their own music and they perform as a band and stuff like that. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm like open to for collaborating, but right now like, there's nothing yet that's tangible. Mm-hmm. So is it like an album then, kind of in the in the motions yeah. of being of being created? Cool. That's like the next project. And that'll be then. Will you be touring that perhaps next year, doing festivals maybe? Yes. Stuff? Hopefully. How can you say about festivals right now? Can you not really? I can't really yet, because mm-hmm. I'm. I need the material, mm-hmm. and I take my time all the time, which is I guess like a big battle between like, oh yeah, if you don't finish an album. <laughs> for festivals then how do I play the festival you know mm-hmm. I mean? yeah so, it's all so that's kind of being a bit of a perfectionist then isn't it like, as opposed to just yeah because I self-produce and then write my own music so so that takes time yeah I'm like my worst critic so imagine all of that like having like this like little yeah but it'll definitely happen next year like, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to touring again but I need to sit down and finish this album before I go on tour um, artists currently, other artists just in the sphere, I suppose, what's, what sort of um, inspiring you at the moment to, to write or to, like, cur- currently, like, other people, like, around you, would you say, who's who sort of inspiring you right now? Okay, uh, I guess, like, a lot of, I just started to collect records again. So, like, vinyls, is that Yeah, yeah, like, I used to do that before, like, go to a random vinyl shop, find something that looks cool, and then listen to So that's what I've been doing these days. It's so refreshing. Um, like, right now, there's this band that I'm so obsessed with. They're called Polvo. And this band called Radio Flyer. And um, I've just been listening to them for ages. And then, like, you know, getting, like, these random... Uh, dubstep um, vinyls. Like, you mentioned Radio, Radio Flyer. Like, so that it was, like, something that you... That, is that, like, a tall kind of... That they kind of put out? Is that, like, your tall... Sort of yeah, like, main thing that you're listening to. Yeah, like I've been listening to. Well, yes, I, I think I just sat down. I was listening to Radio Flyer mm-hmm. and Be Heard It. So we were both just like she was in love with, I was with the music. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. But yeah, like that, kind of becoming like part of like your ritual of sort yeah, of like yeah, getting yeah. ready for a show. I like to listen to kind of more mellowy or emotional as well, so to say, compared to my music before I do a show, it's because like, I get to kind of relax mm-hmm. in a way, like in a personal sense, so that's why I kind of like listening to that kind of music, so it's been inspiring me since then, but like, just kind of like that kind of songwriting, mm-hmm. it's the, the, the honest atmosphere and how, stuff like that, so I want to kind of put it on my context, it's like, no room to electronics and is that your favourite song currently to perform live, or is it... it Trust 2000. Trust, yeah, Trust yeah. 2000, is it? Is that, is that something that you've, that you've honed in on and you've enjoyed playing, or do you still refer back to your early, earlier stuff as like being like something that gets... I suppose something that gets the crowd going. Because yeah. I think usually it's linked, usually to, linked to how people react in the room, isn't it? Whether you enjoy playing it live or not. Like, I enjoy playing it live. Like, we did a ego session with us as well. But I think... I. It, and this, it's not like my entire favorite song place because there's a feature 
and it would be nice to have, you know, like one of what we did with um, Narcissus with Natty and be performing it live. That's why I guess, like, mm-hmm. not just in the personal sense, but even the crowd was like, fuck. Like, the two people in the song in one stage. That's always. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd, it just like hype, it did hype, yeah. hype up the room. So imagine like, if I had these yeah. on with me on stage singing that song, it would yeah. be coming so ace, but I personally love performing that song. We also got this outro where I go wild performing it. So, fantastic. So that's yeah. something to look forward to for the show is that there's going to be some sort of different outro. Mm. Um, cause that's one of the that's one of the main things actually I love about the 1975 is their use of like intros and outros and stuff, and like seeing like how I suppose how it's inspired other artists and you know create their own version of that or have their own kind yeah. of sound like yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anything else to like kind of add or are you just? Um, some new material next year that sounds exactly like how I'd want it to be. So. So we can look forward to that and we can look forward to quite a lot of festivals, hopefully. Right. If, hopefully. If I really want to do festivals, especially Reading and Leeds, so it's like mm-hmm. one of my favourite Yeah, ever, so. there's some big shows as well, like last year, um, well, this, sorry, this year, so we're still in 2019. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My head's already in 2020, but we're still in 2019. You got, we got um, like, what, 10 days anyway? No, 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 you got 10 days before 2020. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And just listening back to uh, that interview with No Rome now, I just, I think that's mad to think that was last year. Um, and also the fact that I thought it was 2020 in my head already when it was 2019. Um, never fails to amaze me. Anyway, um, going on to the very last interview, this was with Oscar Lang, um, who he was a bit of a singer-songwriter and kind of gave very much, like, I had this impression that he would be... Um, a bit like um, Mac DeMarco meets Lewis Capaldi kind of sense, but that wasn't what we got at all. So um, here's a little clip from an interview with Oscar Lang. You can kind of, uh, I'm sure there'll be some pictures actually online, you can kind of see the fact that he has got a full band behind him. Okay, so I um, just talked to B and I talked to Rome about tour, so you were last in Glasgow, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, how did you find that gig? Glasgow was sick. I mean, so we're playing King Touch, which is like a legendary venue. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, for the first time in the entirety of the tour, I normally like just like go a little bit crazy, like I don't know, I can't, I can't see what I'm doing with my hair in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time on tour that I stacked it on stage. So oh, yesterday no. was like the yeah. I don't There's know if I can do it, but like I, I managed to stack it and simultaneously break my guitarist's pedal board. What by stacking onto it? It, it was a half full, but but it was still a good show. And we went out after, and I got to try like. I think I tried back fast. Oh gosh, so you did see you went and had like a proper, I suppose, like Scotland. Well, we did a night out, we did a night out at a bar called uh, Nice and Sleazy, but like, I don't know if I had back fast, to be honest, I don't know what alcohol or like, so yeah, it was so sick there, I loved it. Where has it been Glasgow, would you say, or was there one uh, oh. place in the tour that stood out to you right now? Newcastle was really good. Mm-hmm. Cardiff is the one that like everyone's been saying, which is really like, mental. I don't know why Cardiff was so crazy, but Cardiff, yeah. The, the, the audience just went wild. It was like Super Eater, which went out and everyone was already going wild. You didn't have to tear any work, essentially. You just played our songs and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was sick. It's been nice as well to see that there's a couple of places in the north that you've been to, because I think last week you did Liverpool, didn't mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. And how was that? Cause that, the, that venue is quite interesting, the arts. Well, I love Liverpool, so I, I only went there... I've been there once before I did a session there, and I only had, like, 15 minutes, basically, to run from the train station to the place and run back. So I only experienced about 50 minutes of Liverpool. We went out and, yeah, I really like, I love that city. Like, 
there's, there's been a couple of cities where I'm like, oh, I can imagine myself sort of living there. Uh, Brighton was one of them. Liverpool was another one. And yeah, I, th I think basically all the time. Uh, Liverpool was really cool. The, the venue was sick as well. Bars and places around that area, you just really get into it. As well. well, my manager's from Liverpool yeah. as well, so it's like nice to play his hometown, like you know. Go so they've got that connection that uh -huh. way, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to B before a little bit about collaborations um, and I know that on Moonsong it's a collaboration between you two. Do you often find that with the people that you're on the showcase tour with that you collaborate with them or like, you know, you swap into each other's sets, that kind of thing? Well, you... We never swap into each other's sets. I mean, I, I fucking love to, to be honest. I'd love to jump on stage in the middle of the frame and start seeing somebody. I'd love to whip that out. But, but no, we don't jump onto each other's stages. But like, yeah, I do like Matty's part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I fucking love to do that. But for sure, we're definitely going to collaborate. I definitely love to collaborate with Rome. And collaborations come about for me. It's always really weird because it's never like I know it's set down, but let's collab with this person. I'm always just always just mates with them. I'm like, hey, do you want to jump on this song? Like, mm -hmm. let's do it like that. And that's that's how Mean Song Mean Song came about because we heard the song in 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 the film Her, and me and B love that film. We're like, let's just do it cover today. Now mm -hmm. we're like 11 million streams later. And it was just right, like a yeah, little cover. We did one take. Like mm -hmm. it's crazy. So a lot on a lot of your songs, you kind of do get that sense of like your personality coming through. So do you do you think that when you're songwriting, like that's the, the thing that's at the forefront? Because like with Rome, he was kind of saying that he takes like quite an aesthetic kind of turn, yeah. and then thinks about the music. Is it is it what kind of order does it come to you? I think it's just all like I know it comes naturally. Like normally I'll start with chords or something and then start humming out a melody and then lyrics will come from there. I don't really like go out with a goal in my mind like oh lyrics are gonna be like this and I mean like I guess that's the reason why my personality comes through so much because I end up just writing like chatting shit. You know? So it's not like a formula. It's no, it's case, not. It's just eclectic. But there are like sometimes where I'm like okay I want to like do a story for this song. You know what I mean I want to write a full story and that's what I'll sit down. And I'm not the type of Oh, definitely, like, it's really, like, weird, so I would 
be playing a show like once every couple of weeks before this tour. Then we got to play a show every day. So like, I know kind of how to interact with the audience or what an audience is like. Like looks like when they're about to go hide. So definitely before trash, you can see people as soon as the song starts. I'm like, let's go wild. You can see me like, so you go from it being a bit like indie to being that sound yeah. sounds very very heavy metal. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. So heavy metal energy with like an indie song. Oh for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like me and the boys, two of the members of my band previously came from like a heavy psychedelic rock band. Oh, so interesting. We're, and we're all huge fans of like loud sounds. We love drum and bass, like hardcore drum and bass mm-hmm. and like hardcore thrash and metal and shit. Well it's interesting that as well how subgenres have like massively taken off. There's like okay. nothing that's like a pure you can't get a pure form of things. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say like I could nail my music taste to one one drum note, it's just a one little place. Mm-hmm. So kind of moving on from that, would you what would you say like you're listening to at the moment that's kind of inspiring you to, to write? Oh, well I mean I've been on tour actually. So normally like a lot of the time I listen to music, it's like walking about places and taking the tube and stuff in London. So I've been on tour, which means I haven't really been listening to that much music. I think the Rome boys got me inspired because I love watching their set every night. I think I talked to Rome, they're going to do a cover of one of his tracks. So yeah, they've got me, um, they've got me pretty inspired at in the I don't, I think there's this one, yeah, there's one album that was going to bang the in the car by this guy called Luke Temple. I can't remember the name of the album, it's, it's his most recent release. Yeah, that's amazing. Really. That's what we've been doing in the car. Coming up next year, can you say much about that? Or you... I don't know what festivals we're playing next year. I know I want to play like as many as possible because mm-hmm. we play Green Man this year, and it was like like one of the so one of the only festivals I've been to was spreading, and I'd been like two years in a row, and that like festival was just quite a lot. Um, so it was nice to go to Green Man this year, and we stayed there for the whole weekend. It was super chill. And like just completely the opposite of Reading. So I'm really excited to just play more festivals and like experience all the different types of festivals. I don't know which ones we're playing yet, but I know I want to be playing as many as possible. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what we can expect next year from you. Oh and, yeah, how's and, that? and with lots of new music coming lots through. Lots of new music. And next year's I'm really excited for music. Um, yeah. I've been talking with this producer that sort of really understands me because I'm a very finicky with with people like. It's interfering with my music because I've self-produced it so far. Like it, it, when people put their fingers into it, I'm, like, oh, yeah, I'm cautious. So I'm really excited for the year because I've been working with this producer. He's really sick. Uh, so lots of new music in the year. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you.